Hello everybody welcome to my podcast Big Because I Can with Rizan Previously we spoke to Victor sir talking about his childhood the prep he did the interest of being a soldier selection process the challenges he faced the first feeling of wearing the uniform his first mission and moving forward so so what was your most difficult mission Vidhan my most difficult mission was and remains being a good son being a good husband being a good friend and a good work colleague if you are asking in the army so doing the difficult is what the army does every day the impossible is just what takes a little bit amount of time if you ask me the most difficult i cannot identify one because we do everything as a team and when you have a team that is willing to live and die with you nothing seems difficult wow that is truly inspirational sir thank you vidhan truly sir how do you self motivate in general and when you are in a mission okay so self motivate vidhan in life in general the fantastic thing is i am enjoying myself every day everything that i do i have never been short of motivation personally in my life what happens is that because i'm always doing something or the other i get a little tired sometimes and i take a break i genuinely do not have an answer for you to tell you as to how i motivate myself because i've never felt short of motivation mm. when you talk about work again the army is not an organization it is not a company it is a living it is sorry it's it's a living breathing energetic being it's not one person it's a group of people and when you are with a group of people who are trained in such a way that we don't think anything is impossible there is no there is there's never been an opportunity or a time where one feels that there is something to be done and you're not motivated to do it you might feel apprehensive you might think that it's a little difficult to do but you're always going for it because it's a crowd it's a it's a crowd of people doing things together so you never feel short of motivation wow sir sometimes i whenever i feel nervous i just say i'm confident and courageous i can do it Ridan that's really good. Now that's you saying it to yourself, right? Yes. In the army everything you do as a group. You can do it as a section which is 10 people, you do it as a platoon which is 30 people, you do it as a company which is 120 people. Everything you do as a group. So imagine one motivated Ridan and then imagine 120 motivated Ridans. So if you forget to say those good things to yourself somebody else will say it to you. So there is never a time when motivation is a problem. Yeah. Well, I think that we shouldn't wait for others to motivate us. We should always motivate ourselves because when we motivate ourselves, we be more stronger. You're 100% right on that. What I meant to tell you is that as a as a group or an organization of people that is always motivated, there is never a chance. And if there is a doubt in the mind, like you said that if you ever feel so and you have to say it to yourself, I'm saying that here you don't have to wait for it. Somebody or the other will take you along. Hmm. Well, I quite I never thought about that. So, so what has been your biggest sacrifice? 
I Rizan, I don't I don't have an answer for this. I I really don't have an answer for this. Sacrifice is when you give up something. I I have not had to give up anything. Wow. Either in my personal life or my professional life, I've never had that uh, feeling that I've sacrificed. Ah, uh, we move on to the next question yes. then. Yes. So, what does it mean to be a soldier? Okay, Ridan, to be a soldier means to serve a purpose, to be something bigger than yourself, to be, uh, to let your personal ambitions and goals let them aside. For the greater good. Ah, mm, that is very motivational indeed. Yes. So, so what's the most difficult thing about being a soldier? Ridan, the most difficult thing about being a soldier is to be part of an ecosystem that does not understand what being a soldier is. So, when I say ecosystem, I mean uh, so the country is run by a government. It is run by politicians. It is run by commerce, by people outside. And when people do not understand what it is to be a soldier, and see the the defence services by their nature. See, we are otherwise a very powerful organisation. We are the only organisation that bears arms. And because of that reason, in the rules of our organisation, we are not allowed certain things. So our destiny the destiny of the organization is controlled by an ecosystem by all of these rules and by the government and by people outside by the opinion of people outside who do not really understand what it is to be a soldier and that is the most difficult part ah i'm sure it must take a long time understanding that right yes ram mm. so so what has been your happiest moment in the life um ridan again you know one inspiration one happy moment very difficult to identify i and again you know there are certain words i'm not able to really identify with like you said sacrifice i genuinely have had such a great time throughout uh i i i, I can think of when i feel happy uh, when my family and friends generally around me are happy and smiling one particular moment i cannot identify so the best thing is that the whole life you should be happy that yes, is the best Ridan. thing yes yes i have not genuinely not had lows maybe planes but it's been highs all throughout wow that's beautiful sir extremely beautiful so sir do you ever give up and what do you think about that decision right now ridhan Yes, I do. I ever at times, yes, I, I do give up. I have given up at times. I don't look at it as failure because I have realized. See, there are some things. How how do how do you or how do people in general know that something is fantastic or very difficult or impossible? Books tell us so. I mean, you have to come to know about it from somewhere, right? Books would tell us so, or movies would tell us so. So when I was in school or college, the most difficult things that I had read, you know, people going on mountains or uh, people going for missions, like you said, or people uh, jumping from aircraft or jumping from helicopters yeah. or being commandos, 
so when i went and did all of these things i realized that uh, when people say that nothing is difficult or nothing is impossible it is true but then people do sometimes fall short now they're not able to do it yeah that's really not failure it is just that some circumstances are such where you weren't prepared enough or it was not meant to be so there are no failures it is you either get something that was destined for you or it was a learning experience ah so there so those those times when i did not get what i wanted um i realized it was just it at that moment it was beyond my reach hmm what would you say to your younger self to my younger self uh, i would say take more photographs <laughs> no that has been a shortcoming rizan i i i had some such wonderful moments which i have not photographed so that is something i would say and i would also tell myself to celebrate some moments which i have not celebrated you asked me wearing the uniform there were some things you know every time i so you get promotions when you're in the army like i said the army doesn't give you a moment to be alone so i never celebrated it but somebody was celebrating the fact that i got promoted but i realized myself there were certain moments in life and i should have paused congratulated myself and felt good about it and taken photographs ah. and these are things that i did not do so this is what i would tell myself ah well if i were to tell myself i would have said keep on the good work <laughs> darling you're so small now <laughs> and you're already doing a lot of good work <laughs> thank you so much sir well i'd say that to my future to my present and to my past yes sir <laughs> good <laughs> so so how do you handle the situation when you're nervous or scared okay so redan being nervous or being scared is in response to a situation which you think is threatening you ah oh. and uh, i generally have a way of analyzing things i so even this i'm going to tell you a little step wise there are two types of threats one is immediate you have to do something right then and there and the other is a threat that you think might happen after some time in both cases i've realized that the less you think and the more you act things get better so uh-huh. for for something that is immediate i act immediately and for something that is later on instead of sitting and thinking what might happen i write down plans so any situation where i think that there is a threat i feel that acting whether it is immediately or planning to act with steps systematic steps later on that solves things for me ah uh-huh. Hmm that is very smart you know it's always good to plan your things wisely and carefully or else the threat can take over yes exactly so when you face rejections now do you think there's a different way of accepting rejections uh rehan you know I I have I knew some questions are going to come up for which I won't have answers and that's just because how my personality is like I I couldn't answer the happiest moment uh I I never felt rejected I inherently like you have a very bubbly personality and at such a young age you're doing things that people so many people cannot think Thank of Thank you so uh I I never I genuinely have never felt rejected dejected or that i have failed in something because there's always something next there's always something new there's always something next 
new yes there's always something new there's always something next to do um okay so uh i uh, have you ever gotten hurt physically ridham yes many a times many a times right so i've also had a lot of injuries i mean i've broken my knee twice my elbow once mm. my shoulder once and uh, there is a there is a photograph that my wife took and this was photograph uh, when i had when my last injury was there i had uh, broken and dislocated this left elbow oh, so the doctors had put me on anesthesia when they put give you drugs so that you are unconscious yeah and she took a photograph and i'm unconscious with a big cast on my arm and i was smiling so when i got up my wife asked me why is that in such a and i'll tell you genuinely why because even though I, you know a limb of mine was broken in my dreams i was imagining what next and i was happy and excited about it so there's always a what next so the dejection is something i have not felt wow wow that's that's extremely positive thought so was there anyone who turned you down of course um <laughs> it's a lot like what you say rejection i think so my father turned down my requests for pocket money uh then when i wanted to join the army so many times when you are working you take a proposal to your seniors and it's turned down i was in the nsg i told you my application when i went to my bosses asking them that i want to go to the nsg it was turned down so many times so yes that has happened ah uh... but in the end in the end you get what you were looking for or there is something else so did you ever go against your parents seniors friends family to live your passion everything that i have almost done vidhan has been against the institution that i'm part of oh. so uh in my school i th- i was told this by my principal i was I I've done my uh, 12th from the CBSE that's a board and he told me that I was the first, I didn't want to study biology <laughs> and uh, I don't remember what the other options were but economics sounded fancy to me so I was the first student they say in CBSE from science background who did physics chemistry maths and economics and it caused them a lot of trouble because the entire exam schedule had to be changed <sighs> then my uh, i did engineering and i was the first student of that college to join the army which i told you is something my parents yes. didn't want me to do in the army also ridan again people outside do not maybe do not have this understanding that it is also a career so let's say that uh, so you write ridan right yes right now you're writing books which you feel or something from your imagination or something that you feel is true to you maybe once you grow up maybe once you grow up and you have to do this for a living let's say a publishing house tells you that ridan this is the kind of book that people prefer to read and you must write only this book and yeah. that is good for your career for you to become famous and then you would have a choice the same way in the army also there are some things that one does for a career and then there are some things that one does because they're passionate about it So in the army also I always followed what I was passionate about. Again in the personal life. So yes Ridan, I I can't tell you specific instances of everything, but generally everything that I've done has been not in line with the institution that I'm part of, but at the end everybody appreciates that things went fine. My parents now are very proud of the fact that I've uh, been in the army and things are fine. Mm, that's great. <laughs> 
sir i get a lot of punishments so what was your worst punishment sir as you said before that you had got a lot of punishments from the army right yes sir so could you tell your worst punishment sir i can tell you ridan uh the in the army one is when you join as a fresher you are a cadet and then like i told you i have been a paratrooper also and i was a commando also yes so those two trainings also have instances right so in the army punishments are physical punishments oh and uh, i think i will tell you the thing which i disliked the most it was not the most difficult uh, actually in the army you become such a your your you become so thick skinned that anything that happens after some time really doesn't matter to you but i'll tell you the thing i dislike the most so rehan the nsg that is the black cat commandos yes. they are meant to do operations in cities ah oh. so there is a big difference between them and other commandos because other commandos will operate at the borders where civilians like you are not involved whereas the nsg will have to do operations in cities in hotels in metros in uh, offices of companies where other people will also be there so if they can do an operation or a mission without using bullets which can harm other people they will try and do so now how do they do that there is this very bad thing called tear gas okay so yeah, it is yeah. yes i've heard of that in that uh, movie major something that was very inspiration yes yes so tear gas is like it's a, it's a grenade which is thrown and this there's this gas and it makes you people think that it is just you know it just makes the eyes tear up but it burns the skin now if tear gas is thrown into a room yeah. you also have to go in as a commando so in our training they make you experience tear gas and oh. they don't make you experience tear gas in a very pleasant way so i'll tell you how the first time was when we were made to experience tear gas so it was a tuesday and every tuesday during our training as commandos uh there would be one ritual that was followed and that ritual was all of us would be made to stand and there was a pit you understand a pit a gadda yeah. a ditch in which water would be filled yeah and then all of us one by one would be made to enter that water yeah okay? and now when there are 300 people entering a ditch after some time that water starts becoming less in level because it gets soaked in people's clothes yeah so when you are around the last 50 people in that water you see a lot of frogs you see a lot of insects and you have to go into that water that is one very bad feeling so as it is tuesday and that one dress of yours on tuesdays is gone you have to throw it away ah oh. so after you come out from that water you are made to do rolls that is gulatis in sand and then you you know you're running front and you're running aage piche you have to do push ups you have to do jump and all of these things that tuesday was special because on our instructors faces we could see a smile and we were wondering what's going to happen so we were made to go into water then we were put in sand we were made to do the rolling jumping push ups all of these things and then they told us take off your shirts so we were made to take off our shirts when you take off your shirt and you roll in the sand you get bruises on your back yeah so we got bruises on our back and then we were told that get into pairs that is 
you know one person with another so one commando with another commando yeah and then we were told that okay one guy climb on the other guy's shoulders yeah so if there are two people yeah. both of them are wearing just the pants the pants are wet there is sand stuck on the pants you've got bruises on your back and somebody climbs on your back you get more bruises yeah so we had a lot of cuts everywhere mm. and after about an hour hour and a half of doing this they made us stand together yeah they made us tie our shoelaces with the guy next to us so suppose there's somebody standing on this side my right shoelace is tied to his left shoelace and my left shoelace is tied to this guy's right yeah. shoelace so we couldn't go anywhere and then they made us sit on the ground and then they opened tear gas grenades and they threw it between us oh. and they left so <clears throat> with that tear gas your eyes are watery everything from your nose comes out and that gas burns your skin and uh, you're panicking you're trying to run your shoes are coming off you're jumping and falling on top of each other and uh, but that teaches you how to control your panic in such situations yeah. because in case there is a mission like you said or an operation where you throw this tear gas amongst people everybody will be running around and you are the one who has to stay calm but like you asked amongst the punishments is the is the thing i hated the most oh i hated that smell of tear gas all throughout my training after that one day and and how much must be pain if there bruises right oh, there is a lot of pain ridhan that is what i am saying that you know people really do not understand what it takes to become a soldier when you arrive for your first day of training you get a shock as to how rough things are you won't expect it to be the way it nobody works. expects it see when you go to a college like i went you when you're in a hostel people are not standing over you looking at how you're eating you can eat at your own comfort you people stand and watch what you're eating how you're eating they don't let you eat most of the time we are carrying bread and rotis in our pockets to be able to eat everybody loses a ton of weight and uh, it's it's uh, military training is quite brutal to that that is why there is a very very systematic selection procedure that they take people who can take it hmm now moving on here comes my favorite parts my favorite time <laughs> rapid fire <laughs> okay ridan <laughs> all right now we're going to have a lot of fun okay okay ridan so i will ask you questions which you need to answer quickly it is sort of rapid fire okay ridan favorite teacher uh mr watson mm could you tell us a little about mr watson i will tell you if you google mr watson you will see a facebook page of the school st augustines and you will see it is his farewell and the first comment you will see is his slaps made me who i am today so mr watson was a very strict teacher and uh, he was very handsome he carried himself very well he was an english teacher and he teach, used to teach in a school called st augustine school in kalingpong favorite subject physics ah your favorite travel destination any mountain area mm that's nice your favorite color white peace <laughs> favorite actor favorite Monsters, I'm going to be very slow in this. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Robert De Niro. Hmm. Favorite movie? The Last Samurai. 
One place you've never been and wish to go. Japan. Your best friend. Preeti. Favorite sport. Mixed martial arts. Favorite phrase. Health and happiness. Huh? Health and happiness. Ah, oh, that is a very positive and nice phrase. Now choose one. I will give you options and you have to choose one and you have to do it quickly, just like rapid fire. Navy or army? Army. <laughs> Tea or coffee? Coffee. Summer or winter? Winters. Sweet or spicy? Sweet. Shoes or slipper? Shoes. Indoor or outdoor sports? Outdoor. Pistol or rifle? Rifle. Music or drama? Music. Hmm. Now this one, sir, you are very fast. <laughs> one plus one equals to fun. I will give you one word and you have to give one word that first comes to your mind. For example, if I am saying building or bike. So then the first word that comes to my mind is breeze. So India. Home. NSG. Profession. Book. Knowledge. Happy. Always. Family. So you can't. Most important. I just Friend. got emotional. <laughs> Friends. Necessity. Children. Maybe. Pune. Crowded. Me. <laughs> Bundle of energy. Oh, thank you, sir. <laughs> yeah. So, we are almost to the end of our podcast. Okay, Ritan. It has been an absolute pleasure chatting with you, sir. I must say, it has been one of the most inspiring and motivational conversation I ever had. Thanks a lot, Ritan. As a soldier, your journey is filled with challenges and hardships. But your determination is to protect us, our country. It is truly admirable. Thank you, Ritan. <laughs> I just... I just am speechless. I'm simply speechless of all that you do. And even if it is day or night, blazing hot summers or extremely cold winters, you still stand strong. Your sacrifices are nothing short of heroic. And I am just simply speechless that how strong your family is while you are away serving the nation. It only deepens my admiration for all that you do. Thank you so much, Ridan. Separating from a family is extremely difficult. Yes. Very difficult. And it's, again, it always deepens my love for all that you do. And protecting the nation means the heart to me. I feel humble in the face of everything that you do. And I would like to take this opportunity yes. on behalf of my entire team, friends, family, and everyone listening today. I bow down in front of you Thank and you your so family much, for selfless service you have provided to our country. Thank you so much, Ridan. Your dedication is truly inspirational. 
a token of love from me my family thank you so much and my team thank you so much to them thank you so much thank you so much sir no it's a very big thank you to you sir this sir this is my first book once upon my mind it has 10 short moral stories lovely to them and i just simply loved it and this one is my first initiative of a story writing competition which was held last year and in this are the stories of the eight winners okay. so i really hope you like it sir i love it i'm sure ridan oh thank you so much sir well i'm glad you liked it sir so is there something you would like to say to the children you of our nation yes ridan for sure okay and i'm going to be very careful with this so ridan uh, two things all of us are born with two assets a mind and a body all of us have that the same but not everybody uses it or trains it no matter where what age you are at make sure that you're reading and exercising because you never know what goal what challenge comes in front of you your mind might change you might be doing something and you might want to do another thing but whatever you want to do it is either your brain or that your body that is going to support you and a lot of people my age once they reach my age they realize that either they have not read enough or they have not taken care of their health enough so the earlier you start the better it is and the last thing that i want to tell everybody is please be kind polite and humble with each other try and treat each other the way you would want to be treated very right so very true that that's very motivational it means like the whole world i mean like the whole world is waiting for this words that's so motivational to me so thank you so much sidan well one last question sir okay sidan so now we know what it takes to become a soldier what prep is required and how much dedication is is needed but so what about the people who are interested in a different field yes or profession yet who like to do something for their nation i would like to know from you sir what do you advise them Vidam, how can they serve them firstly it's wonderful that, that at this age you are thinking on these lines <laughs> but what people can do irrespective of profession is be good citizens and that does not mean saying and doing patriotic things it just means having good civic sense uh driving from my home <laughs> to your home itself shows me the traffic it shows me how much we lack civic sense so as long as we are good citizens we follow the rules and regulations of the country we are doing our bit the second thing is we must foster the spirit of unity there are so many reasons there are so many forces that will try and divide us but we have to stay together the other thing is we should not judge each other by any group identity you are ridhan for ridhan's sake because of what you do and what you say not because of anything else and we should use logic be rational and be compassionate before getting emotional and reacting to things hmm so if we do all of these things we are going to be a strong unified country that i hope that everybody is listening here and 
I hope all our viewers learn with small changes and see positive impact. I hope so too, Radhan. Thank you so much for joining us today. Jai Hind. Victor, Sir, and Radhan signing off. Thanks a lot, Radhan. Thank you so much, Sir.